Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the official Broad Wasted Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Plofsky, and welcome to our Tony's Glitter and Be Gay ep- episode. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a great buildup. I was waiting for like five minutes of puns about the Tony's. No. And uh, per usual, we have Who Roger Debris Presents. Ooh, hello. We have Kevin Jager. Hey, what's going on, everybody? <laughs> and Kimberly Cooper. Oh, uh, hey. So we, we decided we're recording this before the Tonys, before we play our drinking games. Um, and we know. What'd you say? Wise. Wise, yes. <laughs> well, sort of drinking. We've started a little bit. <laughs> it's um, pre drinking before the drinking games. You can't yeah. just start drinking game drinking. It's like college. And exactly, Gosh, we're adults. We're pre pre gaming, um, but we wanted to go around the table. Uh, we know we've been talking to a lot of famous and super cool Broadway people, um, but we wanted to kind of explain a little bit more about ourselves. Um, so I'm going to kind of uh, hand it off to Kevin. Kevin, um, what show made you fall in love with theater? What was your first Broadway show, and what's your favorite show? Well, I'm going to start with what my first Broadway show was. Sure, because you called me Roger Debris, which is actually perfect because my first Broadway show was The Producers. Um, I was 18 years old, and I came with the uh, IB program from Alan Denise High School in Ponte Vedra Beach, Florida. Shout out. Shout out. Um, and it was my first time in New York City, and um, I was with a bunch of uh, people who are not all theater people, and so everybody was, like, staring at me the entire time to see what my reaction was. And it was just really a magical oh. thing, and um, to see something that was amazing as the producers is your first experience did you see the original broadway cast i saw it right after uh nathan lane and matthew brog had left so roger bart had actually stepped up Mm -hmm. i believe and was playing brad oscar or roger bart didn't roger bart step i think they all moved up oh okay yeah 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 yeah. it was a show i never saw really is that a broadway regret for you no (laughs) (laughs) cheers cheers to that cheers (laughs) but um Caddy Hoffman was still in it. And oh, she good. was incredible. So yeah, that yeah. was amazing to see the original in that role. Yeah. Um, I would say the show that really made me fall in love with uh, theater was uh, Les Mis. When I was 10 years old, I watched the PBS broadcast of the 10th anniversary cast edition mm-hmm. with my family. And I just stared, stared at the TV and was like, this is a thing. This has to be a thing in my life. And so Les Mis has always had a really special place in my heart. Cool. And what was the last question? Uh, first, like, theatrical experience. I would say my first theatrical experience was... Oh, uh, no, you enter that. Les Mis. 
Um, yeah. so, so, wow, maybe I should stop drinking. <laughs> <laughs> no, the games are just beginning. Um, first time he was in a What's your favorite show? Thing? Oh, my favorite show. My favorite show definitely has to be Into the Woods by Stephen Sondheim. Okay. I think it's just an incredibly written show and yeah. great music. Great one. Awesome. Kimberly, same questions. So my first show on Broadway. On the Great White Way. The Great White Way was The Lion King <gasps> because I was an eight-year-old girl. <laughs> and my <laughs> bubby took me <laughs> on the <laughs> on her 55 and over condo bus trip to New York. And we saw the original cast of The Lion King. Oh. And I... Heather? I saw Heather. That's cool. I have a sweet, sweet denim jacket. Yes, with you The do. Lion King embroidered on the back <laughs> that still fits. <laughs> Because she made me buy like five sizes up so that it would fit me for a few years. Oh, smart woman. So if I just roll the sleeves up, you can't tell it's made for a child. Yeah, you have chills and they're multiplying. Exactly. And then... (laughs) (laughs) What was your first show? Or like your first like theatrical experience? I hate you, That like I saw or that I was in? Uh, Whatever like really sparked that interest in you. What gave you chills that multiplied? Well, I have a Les Mis story too, but that was... Like my third Broadway show when I saw Les Mis, and I was sitting front row mezzanine. Listen, and at I the end like, of the day, we all love Les Mis. Oh my god! Okay, no, I was just another day older from when I saw The Lion King, and <laughs> I was sitting front He's row. He's so mezz. proud of himself, kids. I and I leaned forward, and I remember the whole like time completely. I was sitting with my elbows on the mezzanine, like rest, and my like my yeah. chin, my chin in my hands, my hands on my chin. My They're chin, both in the same place. My chin in my yeah. hands. Yeah. And I was just sitting there like, my my eyes have never seen anything better. Oh, that's good. And your ears. Um, what a delightful thing. But treat. the first time I saw a show, I saw Annie at the Bucks County Theater oh. in New Hope. And Andrea McArdle was in the audience. Oh. So my, my mom freaked out. I was three. I don't remember. But Andrea McArdle was like right behind her with her three-year-old. Gail Cooper. Shout out to Gail Cooper. <laughs> Gail Cooper was just like, she's here. Annie's here, and we're seeing Annie, and I can't deal with it. And so she attributes that to my to, love of theater, right. but I have no memory of that experience. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So you were a ginger child who saw Annie, and that made you fall in love with theater? <laughs> <laughs> and I was so mad every time there was a production of Annie, and my mom wouldn't let me audition. Or, oh. like, or like, I was too old when they really started coming back, and I was yep. like, yeah. you're like, I was born to be Annie. And I was like, but guys, the freckles. Listen, Kimberly, it's a hard knock life. <laughs> I'm not even going to do uh, that. Maybe <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah. So bad. Uh, my first theatrical experience, uh, my mom took my sister and I uh, to Jill Plowski. Shout out. Um, hey, Jill. Hey, Jill. And, oh, Howdy, mom. Jill. Uh, and uh, we saw a chorus line at some community college. Um, that didn't, I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, well, I was little. Um, but then we saw Peter Pan on Broadway. Mm. Uh, like, 92, 93 with Kathy Rigby. And I, I remember even being that young, looking up at, like, Peter flying and whatnot, I being like, what is happening? Like, this is mad, <laughs> literally magic. Um, and I grew up just outside of New York, so we, we went a lot. Uh, but my favorite show of all time is Man of La Mancha. Mm. Um, I saw Brian Stokes Mitchell do it, but I listened to Richard Kiley sing it, like, a million times. That is, I think, that, mus- uh, that book, that musical, I, I just think yeah. it's... Incredible. Because he is Sancho. Yes, he is Sancho. <laughs> Golden Helmet of Mambrino, maybe my favorite number in that show. And I know I'm a weirdo. But. No, actually, I, I love that song yeah. too. But, but I've never seen Man of La Mancha. I also, oh, I didn't great. say my favorite at Sunday in the Park with George, but I talked about it like two episodes yes. ago. But it's time for the Tonys. We're going to watch Tonys. Um, hopefully you were following along on our Twitter. We're live tweeting it. Got your ballots ready? 
Yeah, got gotcha. you. Get your get your get your head in the game. <laughs> no. That is not um, nominated for a Tony. Um, what never is your, will be, never has one, been. Everybody has one upset for the night. What's it going to be, Kevin? Oh, my upset of the night is definitely going to be. Um, oh God, uh, I'll say maybe Carmen Cusack will pull it off. Let's say Carmen Cusack's the upset. Wow, of the Kimberly. Ooh, I'm going to say Danny Burstein beats out the Hamilton guys. Okay, I'm going to. I'm actually going to go. Fiddler's going to beat out Color Purple. <sighs> oh. Or let me rephrase that. Color Purple won't win. It's going to be She Loves Me or Fiddler. Okay. Okay. That's, All right. That's and we've prediction. said it. We've said when it. When you're listening to this, you already know if we're wrong. Cool. So have fun. And we're back. Hello, <laughs> Hello again, and welcome to our post Hamilton uh, Tony's portion of the, <laughs> <laughs> of the official Broadway Sid podcast. I'm still your host, Brian Plofsky, and with me today are uh, still. Are Kimberly Cooper, game master and babysitter. Hi. And of course, Kevin. And Kevin. And Kevin. The Jagers. And the That was the greatest introduction I've ever had. The greatest intro in the world. The greatest intro in the world. And that beautiful voice you're hearing is for our Tony's discussion. Is comedian actor. Who you may have seen on MTV, CBS's Blue Bloods for a hot second. Woo! Oh, hey. <laughs> I had two lines. Okay. Come on. Comedy now. clubs around New York City and the very popular movie preview review podcast. Let's give a big, yeah, broad, nice. wasted welcome to friend of the show and Kimberly's acorn given fiance, <laughs> <laughs> Jay Schmidt. Hi, guys. Jay Schmidt. Jay Schmidt. I'm the greatest guys in the world. <laughs> Um, you can follow Jay on Twitter and Instagram at Schmidt. Woo! And welcome to the show. So let's let's go around the room first and uh, <laughs> what are we drinking? And where are you sitting? What are you drinking? Because we're literally in my room. Yeah. Bedroom. 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 My boudoir. <laughs> <laughs> we're both channeling the Dwee right there. Uh, Kevin, you, what, what are you drinking? Yeah, I am drinking... Um, Tequila with limeade, simply limeade, <laughs> yeah. and it's simply brilliant. <laughs> it's like halfway to a margarita. And, uh, <laughs> it's a skinny margarita, if you will. And where is it? I am sitting on the floor next to Brian's table. Great. Desk. Desk. Kimberly? I am drinking gin and some lemon lime seltzer and some simply limeade on top of there. And also, I'm really tired. <laughs> you know when, like, you're so tired, you might as well be drunk? Dude, where are you sitting? What are you drinking? Um, uh, yes. I'm drinking a little Tanteo tequila with a splash of that sweet, sweet Simply Limeade and also a splash of that lime soda just to give a little snap, just to a little pop. I've probably had three. Uh, <laughs> one, two, three, four. How this is actually, uh, um, if you followed page. me on Instagram, oh, you okay. saw that I improvised a lot of Hamilton choreography tonight, and I probably had a drink for every single one of those I did. So probably around... And that was every time they won. Uh, they won 11 times 11. tonight. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> some, some of them were combined. I'm just saying I'm about six. And I'm sitting on Brian's floor. Because that's how they treat guests here <laughs> at Broadway Wasted. Nothing for the, nothing for the best at Broadway Wasted. Well, I'm sitting uh, in my <laughs> desk chair. Don't I say Broadway Wasted? Yes. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Party on. I'm sitting in my desk chair, 
And I am drinking tequila on the rocks with three limes. Oh, is it spicy tantea tequila? It is spicy tantea tequila. Si bueno. And what is your computer sitting on? Oh, uh, fold-out <laughs> dinner, um, TV dinner <laughs> It's a TV, TV dinner tray. tray. It's actually my TV dinner tray. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the guests bring our furniture. We appreciate so, that. So let's first start with um, what we thought of James Corden overall. He is so cute. Honestly. <laughs> and we're moving on. No, I think, <laughs> no, I think, I think all those tuxes. He was great. Yeah, well, why, why did you like him? Honestly, I think, well, A, he wrote to his style. Mm-hmm. He it was very he was executive producer. I don't know if you saw that on the on the, the mm-hmm. credits. I didn't. But it was pretty clear that he his executive team and his writing team was very much in charge of what was happening mm-hmm. because they wrote to what he does well perfectly. The opening was solid. I think it, it played to the cuteness. Mm-hmm. Also when it's just him on stage making a joke with Oprah, I was like, Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's what he does. And he nailed it. And I think all the jokes were quick, fast, and out. It was yeah. very fast. I think the show, un- unlike the Oscars or a lot of other show uh, award shows, I felt like this show understood that it was about the performances. Uh huh. It was about showing off the perform <laughs> the the like the shows that are out there right now. Yeah, obviously it's showing off tickets. New York to everyone. Well, else. And because they had the goods, you know what I mean? Like they focused on the sh- yeah. on what they on the performances because mm-hmm. they had the performances. And I strong feel like season. it was a very strong season that was obviously punctuated by Hamilton. Yeah, uh, I did was, not want to see Bright Star until I saw that performance, and I was national like, "National treasure, national treasure, tears to Carmen the national treasure." Well, at least we've all seen Hamilton, uh, so we can talk about that. Well, in depth. well, well, well. <laughs> uh oh! All right, we're getting this out of the way really quick. Lynn, this is Kevin. I think that the, that the Tonys made me see that this might be a show I'd want to see. So if you're, if you're so inclined to give me a ticket to your show, I don't know how long you're going to run, but I would love a ticket yeah. before you all shut the door. Before you post that closing notice that tomorrow. That would be awesome. <laughs> so, Lin-Manuel, I'd love a ticket. Thank you so much. I like I also like Ooh, how yeah. the show tonight yes, yes. Um, really Jice. Uh, punctuated... The fact that we're a community, Thank like you. in New York yeah. specifically, and like with everyone singing outside, I like that. Oh it yeah, felt like it was like it was it was it was an award show for the people. That seems I, I wanted to, I wanted to say that I love that every single year the Tony Awards somehow finds a way to speak to that like child in Middle America. Who doesn't feel like they fully? So the Kevin James cute little glassed chubby kid like kind of connect with you a little too hard. That might have been what I looked like like four years ago. I know, right? (laughs) I feel really strongly about that. But I love that they do that every year. They really just like empower that creative mind of tomorrow. That's sitting at home feeling weird because they want to watch the Tonys instead of watching all the sports events. Or sports ball or whatever they do. Mm-hmm. I will be honest. The little kids and then they were the they were the nominees. Yeah, that was, that was I really great. liked I that a lot. I know that you guys have a lot of like quote unquote friends of the show. Friends of the show. Hashtag friends of the show. Continue your story. I am you? not a friend of the show. What are you? I plan on destroying this show. Well, oh. Everything that you've built you all four hundred and fifty four Twitter followers you have. And growing. 
It's more than that. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was trying to create a bit over here. You, we're literally sitting in my unair conditioned room. <laughs> Very drunk. You I'm can't ruin saying, this. This is pretty bad. Guys, on Twitter, <laughs> on Twitter, I have a chair. I'm just saying, on Twitter, Jay Schmidt is enemy of the show. Hashtag. Yeah. Yes, it's dramatic. I'm getting much louder. Jay Schmidt, enemy of the show. There have been people that tweeted who the enemies were, and we all know there will be a sweet. Sweet retribution Enemy the against show. this podcast. <laughs> Drunkest on the show. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'll warm his heart. Jesus. Hashtag I love you. drunkie of the show. I've seen Hamilton three times. Yeah. What ha- did, can you Wait. tell us about the last time you saw it? <laughs> because I've told the story about the second time that we saw it, but the third time yes, is a as, So the I, second time is your engagement night. Yes, uh, Acorn. Guys... Um, so, Kimberly's, we, we, I've seen Hamilton three times now. Yeah, yeah. you said that. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Just saying. I've You're seen fine. I've seen Hamilton three it's times. Fine. The it's third fine. time, Kimberly's parents, my future parents-in-law, uh, they got us tickets because they are so incredibly generous and awesome. Follow at Gail A. Cooper on Twitter. Follow Gail Cooper. So, um, I've been on a diet. Uh, because I need to lose weight because we're getting pictures taken. So, we go to the show. It's been my cheat day. I'm hanging out with my, with my future family-in-law. I'm going to, like, have a great time. I'm going to eat what I want, do what I want. I have some pizza for lunch, and then I have, like, a squid ink pasta. Ooh. With, with, yeah, uh-huh. Squid ink pasta with, like, a sorted seafoods. Not and enough seafoods were, like, statistically... Something was gonna go wrong. Right. There was, <laughs> you know what I mean? There was not so There was clams, there was shrimp, they were all cooked like one, mm, whoopsies, like the temperature was not right somewhere. So we rolled to Hamilton, and halfway through Act One, I'm like, oh, I'm okay, I'm good. And then, like, after the second half, I kind of start sweating a little bit. I'm like, oopsies. Okay, <laughs> breathe it out. We're good. We'll go to the bathroom at intermission. We'll be fine. And I go to the intermission happens. I go. I wait in the forty-five minute line. Guys at Hamilton, you're the show's amazing, but the bathroom situation, you gotta fix it. The ladies' room is flawless. Woof's a daisy. The men's room was a joke. Woof's a daisy. Yeah, <laughs> making it a thing. Hashtag woof. Um. Okay. So I go to the bathroom intermission, and I have that. I go into a stall. I wait for a stall. I'm that guy waiting for a stall, and you know who that guy is, and he's the worst. And I was that guy. And I get into a stall, and I don't use the bathroom because I don't have to go, but I'm, like, trying not to barf. And I'm doing that, like, breath thing where you're, like, oh, it's the worst. <sighs> you know, like the... <sighs> but it feels so good when you do it. Yep. You're, like... <sighs> what? It's, like, the opposite of Lamaze. Like, you're trying to keep it in. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and I keep it in. I, I like, I rein it, it in. I rein it in, and I go back to my seat, and I'm, like, we're going to be fine. And then the lights dim, and then I'm like, we're not gonna be fine. No. He was very still next to me. It was very still, and I was, I, and I started flop sweating, like that cold sweat, and I started like playing with my hair. And Kimberly leans over and she's like, are you okay? And I'm like, no. And he turned to me, like, like so white he was almost blue. Oh. And he was just like, I'm not okay. <laughs> <laughs> And, and then you yep. leave me, so... And then, yeah, sorry. Uh, th- uh, 
basically I leap over the entire orchestra row because we're in the middle. Of course I'm in the middle of everybody. I leap over and I go to the lobby and the best part of it was that all of the ushers in the lobby that were like doing merchandising and stuff, they all look at me and they've never seen anyone outside of Act 2. They've never seen no, anyone. No, 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 no. They've never seen. They're like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. are you okay? Are you gonna die? And I was like, I excuse me, I need to use the bathroom immediately. Like, oh, no. and I've forgotten where it is. And they point behind me, and I go, wait, what? And behind me, there is a, like a one-person handicap stall. Flings open, and then it's just squid ink pasta. All over the Hamilton bathroom. Oh no! And then I just like clean myself up and go up to standing room because after that you don't go back to your seat. No, there's the stone. Like I was like, I have barfed in Hamilton. I have to pay my dues and stand in standing room. And the rest was like it was like at birth. Like it was all like it was so quiet, somber and quiet Uh, for the next twenty minutes. Yeah, it It was was quiet uptown except for (laughs) Jay. <laughs> but at least he still saw the joke, Evan. <laughs> but that was his third time. You know what? I'm going to take a drink for that. Yeah. I earned that one. Yeah. Oh, man. Kitty can't scratch unless he can take his own drink. <laughs> I don't think is that's that a, a phrase. S- is that a phrase? It's a phrase now. All right. It's a broad-waisted phrase. Mm-hmm. So I guess um, I, I guess like this it. brings us to, um, if we thought any the Tonys, any surprises, anything kind of like jump out at you? Right? Yeah, I don't think there were any real upsets. Maybe Hamilton losing some of the smaller words like set. Who won set? I think uh, she loves, she loves me one set. Oh no, I did see that. She loves me one set, uh, which is huge because it only won eleven yes. out of the sixteen. So but but it couldn't have won two. One, it could two, not three, have won. There's three. Yeah, there were three that could have nominated. Correct. So Pippa didn't win. Lynn did not and, win. And, Lynn um, didn't win. Seth the, didn't win. And um, Groff didn't win. And like Groff and, and Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it really went according to plan. I think... According to plan. I mean... Brian no, had a plan. No, he, he's right. It, it went according to plan in the regard... And it wasn't... It, it doesn't feel like there was a lot of money involved and like a lot of promotion involved. You know what I mean? It felt like... It was like, no, like... There were just certain performances that were going to win. That's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah that I agree. Right. We've seen before. Like, uh, what's this random it, number that is from a show that I will say not featured here. the strength of how strong this season was. Yeah. Aside from the juggernaut. Oh, well, that being said, yeah. what was what was going if Hamilton was if let's just say Hamilton didn't exist, what was going to win Best Musical? I still weirdly say School of Rock. I don't know why. Um. Just because they would give it to Lloyd Webber? I honestly think Waitress would win. I Mainly because their marketing has been on point. That's fair. Interesting. Kev? I agree. I think I think that Waitress had everything going for it to be the juggernaut of any other season. And I think that the fact that uh, Hamilton kind of just eked it out in like the level of structure of the show and just the embracing of diversity and kind of being the movement of what musical theater is moving toward... But I think that Waitress yeah. itself was set up to be that show that would have. Oh, I didn't see the Waitress seasons. DVD from my chair. No, yeah. Brian's Waitress DVD. I have the Waitress Eyes DVD. The I love that movie. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. 
Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But I do think I think the real surprise this award show because none of us really thought that in the like acting nominations or anything that was going to be a major surprise. Mm-hmm. I think the real surprise was that even though this show did give eleven awards to Hamilton, it was very much Hamilton's Tonys. They found a way, and I think it might have been James Corden's amazing way of making the show just kind of seem like a celebration. Include the everyone. whole the yeah. surprise to me that was I didn't feel like it was like the, the Hamilton, Hamilton Tonys. Agreed. It was a celebration like, of what everything yeah. came to offer, even though we didn't award, like, the awards very much fell the way we expected toward Hamilton because mm. of the groundbreaking work. Yeah. I think it was amazing. But every show was there. Every show was there and highlighted and that and everybody was given people, their moment and people yeah. celebrated that. Absolutely. But I, I, yeah, I think it was really lovely how everyone was kind of celebrated for what they were bringing to the season. Yeah. And I think that that needs to be a big shout out to how... Lynn really handled himself in a very gracious and loving way. He's like way. the biggest fangirl of them all. Like, yeah. they would pan to him yep. during a performance. Like, when someone would win, like, he was the most excited. Can I be yeah, honest he's with Taylor you? Swift. Um, yeah. The, yes! Yes! That's, that's, that's oh, exactly. oh, shit! Hashtag Lynn is Tay Swift. That's good. Lynn is the Taylor Swift of an award show. <laughs> no, it's... <laughs> Kimberly, do we have a game? We'll be playing next rounds on us. What? You have to option up when we say next round's on us. I have to option up. Next round's on us. Kevin? Okay, I would say um, next round on us definitely goes to Danny Bernstein. Bernstein. I mean, Bernstein? Bernstein. Bernstein. There you go. Tequila. Um, I would say Danny definitely mm-hmm. deserves next round on us. This is his sixth nomination, mm-hmm. and he, for all accounts you've heard on the show, Brian screaming about it. Yo, go see and Fiddler. And Gurling, he is wonderful, and Sweet. I really think that he is our next round on us. Can we, can we also say that we all, we all of our predictions from earlier were total flops? Yeah, we didn't do well. Well, that was our predictions of what we'd like to see. But the we, things, we, we yeah, we it. reached out for some things that did not happen. Wait, but what? I'll, I'll remember when you said that you thought Danny was going to win, he said Carmen, and then I said I thought oh. Color Purple wouldn't win. We all were wrong. Color <laughs> Purple did win. I know, but I said that something else would be. Oh, would be oh you yeah. wanted filler so to win. we all were wrong. You're right. Yeah, but and I, I thought they'd split the vote, but... But that didn't happen. Turns out Leslie's just awesome, like yeah. I thought he was. <laughs> um... My next round with us is uh, Carmen. She's like National Treasure. Everybody drink. National cheers, treasure. cheers yeah. again. Cheers. National I got treasure. burned by that a couple of times. She is. She's great. I, I want to see Bright Star again. She was great. My next round is on us. It's from Michael Arden, who was nominated for Best Direction of a Musical, <laughs> and when they panned to him, it was Christopher Fitzgerald going, 
I'm not Michael Arden. Oh. I'm so for oh, that. That's true. That poor, poor moment of Michael Arden's life. I would like to buy him all the drinks he wants. <laughs> Jay? Um, next round is for Corden. Because he took over for Craig Ferguson. It's Corden. What did I say? He said Corden. Yeah, he said I Corden. understood. Corden. But I, my mind thought it's Corbin Blue. It's a guy thing. It's a name's like sports yep. ball. Corbin Blue? This is your opinion. Corbin Blue. My next round goes to Corbin Blue. I'm just saying. He wasn't in the heights. I'm just saying. David Diggs has his Like, he'll be gone in a little while. Like, we need that sweet, sweet blue action up in Hamilton. Cor- uh, my next round is for Corbin Blue. <laughs> Oh so okay. now say why we're you wanted all, James Corbin. Can we cheers? Just, we're all in this together. You know? <laughs> we are. Cheers. We are. It well, was supposed to be for James Corden, but that's fine. What was your favorite part of the Tony? <laughs> Honestly, I think the best part was the outside stuff that they were doing with, like, the cast singing, like, just... Random um, songs. Yeah, like, random songs to musical theater canon. I think that... Like what Jay was saying earlier, this show is a super celebration of the community, mm-hmm. and by doing that, by showing what like Hamilton once again, what Hamilton introduced to this season was kind of like connecting with the people. Yeah, and I think that's what made this award show really stand out amongst all the other award shows, besides the um, obvious uh, comfort comfort with diversity. I think that the Tonys really stood out because they embraced the community that loves them. And I think that that little ham for the ham thing outside was a great example of that. Kimberly? Well, clearly, besides the Titus Andromeda and commercials. <laughs> 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 Hashtag becoming Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, right. Yes. When we, when we are she wet, will be my, my name will be Kimmy and Schmidt. And she will be Kimberly Schmidt. Yes. Anytime that on the... I've taken a video of every time she na- says her name on that show as Kimberly Schmidt. And I have, I texted to Kimberly every once in a while, just being like, hey, like, this is going to be your name soon. Sorry, it's a joke. <laughs> sorry, sorry. You're marrying this. into a punchline. Like, I'm so, <laughs> I'm so sorry, it's a joke. Have fun with your Julia Gulia life. <laughs> hey, Jay, what was your favorite part? Um, honestly, uh, Corbin Blue. Um, <laughs> uh, James Corden was the jokes were sharp quick he didn't stick around it was, was well dressed he on those jackets though yeah I wanna I wanna wear maroon at our wedding and I don't know why I can't wear maroon he nailed it we have to share that every time that um, James Corden came out with a jacket with any kind of like symbols or anything on the jacket mm-hmm. Jay was convinced they were Pokemon <laughs> they're okay <laughs> There were a couple of prints on. It was, it was on. The one, it was the red. It was the red one with the. There Japanese was a couple cloud. of outfits that they had embroidery on it, and I'd had a couple because this show is called Broad Wasted. That is what it's called. It is. It is. <laughs> and I was like, I'm. Well, pretty. I'm on the wrong show. 
<laughs> and I was like, I'm pretty sure she's got Pokemon on her shirt. And I was like, that's brave. I was like, good for you. We include everybody. Pokemaniacs. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemaniacs had their spot on the toadies. Is that a real phrase? It is now. It is now. Hashtag Pokemaniacs. Hashtag Dino Crisis. Hashtag Dino Crisis. As much as I am an enemy of the show, I am also a fan of the show. And Dino Crisis is my favorite part. However, that's the worst kind of enemies are the fans of the show. <laughs> yes, yeah. they know I, all of our weaknesses. I know your weaknesses. <laughs> keep your, keep your enemies close. Keep your fangirls close. I will. <laughs> I will booby trap yeah. this show. Which is why I'm marrying him. Yes. <laughs> Kimberly's attracted to fangirl. That's the thing that she looks out for. Oh, I'm for, for, I'm a swim fan. Wait, do you know? Scary. Yeah. Erica Christensen. Easy cheers to swim fan. Erica Christensen. Um, well, my favorite part was Danny Bernstein uh, as you. Danny Bernstein. Oh, when they showed the twelve characters <laughs> in this play. His face on those was better than Josh Groban's Tevia face. Oh, yeah. his Tevia face is pretty funny. good. That was Truly, pretty- though, that. That was the best joke of the night. The Danny Bernstein. The Danny Bernstein. Oh, yeah, the Law and Order joke. Was that was hysterical. <laughs> you we, guys cannot pronounce his name. But we love him. <laughs> we do. Um, and then, so what was uh, what was your favorite performance of the night? Aside, oh, what, what was your favorite performance? Of the National night? Treasure, Carmen Cusack. National I, Treasure. You know, cheers. cheers. Cheers, National Treasure. Cheers. As far as single performances go. <laughs> No. Kevin just cheers with himself because it's a cute bottle. <laughs> the National Treasure deserves it. <laughs> to be fair, yeah. um, as far as an ensemble performance goes, um, the Color Purple took it. But single performance, mm-hmm. Bright Star, in a hard way. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite speech from the night? Um... Lynn. The sonnet? Love is love is love is love is love. Is love. Keep going. Is love is love is love is love. I really thought you were going to keep going. Is love is love is love? Kevin? Ooh. Um, I have to say, I kind of like to be Diggs' speech. Where he kind of just gave a major shout out to his parents for Mm -hmm. letting him be his own person. Mm -hmm. And super supporting him. Because I think that that's very important for like young kids to have that initial support from people mm-hmm. they look up to in order to really grow as an artist. And I think that that was a great way to acknowledge what a lot of parents do to kids yeah. who go on to big things. It takes a village. It does. Yeah. Kimberly? <laughs> How dare you laugh at me? Well, you, I liked Franklin Jones. You are a will. Yeah, Franklin Jones. Franklin- He's so a very classy sweet. speech. He was just like, it's going to be okay, everyone. This is terrible. But like, Let's make choices to make it be okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very beautiful, well-articulated I thought speech. everyone's speeches are really nice. Yeah. I agree. There, I wasn't, there wasn't really a bad one. No, not at all. Yeah, there wasn't really anything that was like... No one in that audience takes what they do for granted. Yeah. All of the winners, Thank you. Yeah, and all the winners from the humans were just so grateful to be yep. acknowledged. Mm-hmm. Yep. And to not even just be acknowledged, but to still be able to do what they loved. And that's what I loved about their speeches was they weren't just like... Here are all the people who got me here, but they were like, I just love doing this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the people I work with are wonderful, so thank you for that. And they were just so, like, actually humble about being able to do what they do. And did we all enjoy Barbara's Hamilton outfit? 
Who's her Prince tribute? <laughs> oh. She did. She gave you, like, stable boy realness. <laughs> <laughs> I think, dude, you, oh, need, to, with you need to start a Twitter. You need to start a Twitter right now. That's just stable boy realness. <laughs> just a bunch of like collections of pictures <laughs> and like moments where you're giving stable yeah. boy realness. <laughs> well, on that sometimes note, it's actually a stable boy, and sometimes it's just like no. But like if you look in his eyes, he's giving the stable <laughs> boy. That man has seen. That man has seen some serious horse crap he in his life. <laughs> yeah, he sees some horse kicks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean that would happen. In yeah. Table. Well, on that note, let's go around. Yeah. Final thoughts from this year's Tonys and what you'd like to see different next year, and um, we'll we'll figure it out that way. Great. I would say they're going to listen to this and take our advice. Yeah, yeah. I would say that this year, I think I really loved the way that they included the inclusiveness and like the celebration of the community. Mm-hmm. I think that next year it would be really nice to watch the lead-in programs be about the same things that the Tonys are celebrating themselves, okay. instead of focusing on just one show, which as brilliant as it is, one was just sensation. a piece. Of the brilliance that is what is happening in theater today, which is opening the doors to a lot of amazing ways of storytelling that we haven't had yet. Totally agreed. Kimberly? Yeah. Jay? (laughs) Um. (laughs) Going, I mean, this is in tandem with what Kevin said, but I actually have zero complaints about that show. Mm hmm. And everyone was just so excited. That's yeah. what I liked. like. Even things... Yep. No one was tearing anyone else down. There was Even no though, negativity. Like, Hamilton was such a big deal that, like, by the time all the other shows got there, they mm. knew, like, they knew Hamilton was that big of a deal. Yeah. And they were just like, we're just going to be here, too. And everyone's watching Hamilton, which means everyone's watching us. us too, and yeah. that's brilliant. Yeah. In a, in a yep. moment where the rise mm. of commercialism in theater in the past, like, ten years has been really creating, like, a major schism between what is, like, organic theater and what is for the masses. And I think this year was a really great celebration of all versions of theater mm-hmm. and really mm-hmm. in, and including people who like all different types. I think that even though Hamilton won the majority of what they were supposed to win, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that the, the awards that they were not nominated for but uh, or were nominated for and did not win are very indicative of the direction that this uh, theater community is moving toward. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that's something we should, as much as we're celebrating Hamilton, we should celebrate the things that we're lauding that are brilliant in the movement of theater moving into the 20, like full on into the 21st century. Cool. Um, Love it. Yeah, so we want to thank Jay for coming on. We're <laughs> <laughs> just walking Betty's- next door. Yeah, for, for <laughs> yeah. stopping by. Yeah, for the <laughs> apartment I live in. Sweet. <laughs> awesome. I mean, do you have anything coming up? Um, on uh, Wednesday, uh, what, what is Wednesday, June 15th? Yeah. Come see yeah. the Trophy Liza under St. Mark's is my long-form improv troupe. And that's it. I'm and you're going to be in Kevin's show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jay is going to be in the cabaret of Jager Mitchell Music. Yeah, yeah, um, we, we probably that already. All right, let's do <laughs> And we yeah. always end with a lovely quote. Next to being hugged and kissed, I like making me a fist. 
Next to loving. I like fighting bears. Next to loving, I like fighting bears. Boom, ticka, boom, ticka, boom, boom. What? From Shenandoah. Um, so as we end, oh God. <laughs> congrats to all the Tony winners, Tony nominees, and just everyone who loves theater. Big cheers. And as we end every episode, Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.